Welcome to the Forging Honor Podcast. I'm Jonathan George. And I'm Benjamin Jones. Here at The Forge, we explore what it means to live as Christian men. Along the way, we'll be doing weekly challenges to build character through action. We are by no means experts, just two young Christian men trying to make sense of a wild world. That's right. We're doing our best to learn and hope you'll join us on the journey. And if you want to get directly involved, go to forginghonor.com to find information on how to join our community. This is episode four, Who Are Your Heroes? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I suppose gentlemen is our main audience, but ladies, if you're listening, we're glad to have you. Uh, today, we're uh, excited. It's a big, it's a red letter day on the Foraging Honor podcast. We have our very first, very special guest, uh, Ben Malott, uh, joining us today. Ben, give us, give us a shout. Hey, it's me, Ben Malott. <laughs> what a shout, what a shout. What a shout, it's a great shout. <laughs> Ben, uh, uh, ben is uh, a former teammate and a very good friend of both uh, JJ and myself. Uh, he was with us on the uh, Covenant cross-country team, Go Scots, um, and it's, it's a, a delight and a, and a pleasure to have him on with us today to discuss uh, our challenge uh, of, of being at play. And I imagine this is probably going to be a very running-centric uh, episode uh, since the three of us were runners, but I'm, I'm interested to hear... Uh, ben, did you try anything else outside of running? Is there any anything you any play that you tried to get into that wasn't your first love? Yeah, I guess one that I tried um, was going going for walks. Um, uh, something JJ put in the Discord uh, just about going for a walk made me think. Oh, yeah, that's it's not. It's not quite as active, of course, as running or other other forms of play, but it's it it has a similar effect of getting your body moving and um, it's yeah, that I found was also quite enjoyable. Um, So yeah, those were the the two that I stuck with. Um, It was a rather hectic last couple of weeks uh, for me personally. So I didn't, uh, didn't quite dive into other stuff that I would have liked to have tried, but we have the numbers on that. (laughs) We have the numbers on how much. Yes, you do. (laughs) You want to yeah, run those yeah, I'll numbers? jump into that. Uh, so just to recap uh, for listeners, challenges last for 10 days. That's Monday through Friday for two weeks, uh, so five days each week. They're going to be simple, theoretically, uh, daily tasks to grow us as men, we hope. Uh, this previous challenge was centered on um, the uh, uh, book Running and Being by uh, Dr. George Sheehan. I think I pronounced that right. Um and the idea was take 15 minutes of your day, um, exercise, but the catch was do it, do it in, uh, silence essentially. So keeping uh, headphones out, you know, no podcast, no music. If you're working out with someone else, do it silently together. And the idea was to grow, um, in our, in our understanding of ourselves, uh, to grow closer to God in that, and then to find our play as George Sheehan puts it. Uh, and if you want to learn more about that, go listen to the last episode. Anyway, uh, so I only completed 50% of the 10 days. That's 5 out of 10, if you're not quick on the math. Um, Banjo completed 9 out of 10, and Ben also, same as me, uh, 5 out of 10, by my count. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, Ben. Um, I was just going based off of what was in the in the Discord. Um, so, uh, yeah, Ben and I are there together, and then Banjo is 
just flying way ahead of us. I think you did the best out of anyone in the Discord, Banjo. Oh, well, uh, I was I was mostly doing it to be I'm, I'm competitive by nature. And I very much I felt like this was very much my my space as a as a as an athlete. Uh, and I was like, I'm not giving that up. Like, I'm not gonna not giving an inch on this one. Um, but it was hard. I mean, it was it. I think I didn't realize, Ben, you can you can talk to this. Uh, but did has it been difficult for you coming out of college or or cross country experience in college uh where everything was like super regular and you had a practice time and you had people that you were working with has it been hard for you to step into a new routine because it was really hard for me yeah that's that that has been quite a challenge um and i think yeah like yeah coming from cross country and having a very regular schedule um and like you meet at this time you run at this time and like honestly i i never really thought about like doing like doing sort of play because that like was so such a big like time commitment and took a lot of energy to do that um and then like uh leaving uh leaving uh covenant and the scots and uh moving on from there and ha- having to figure out um my own routine that's been um that definitely has been a challenge and so that's um yeah and i think like in my particular case like i'm still i'm still taking classes i'm still um doing all of that like and so i don't quite have a regular daily schedule um so that's an extra layer for me um that has been interesting to figure out um when am i like when am i going to go out and like do something um so yeah really I, I definitely resonate with that. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, Banjo, that's something George Sheehan talks a lot about is like, if it's really your play, you want to make time for it. Yeah. He, I that's mean, something that I, I think we can kind of both resonate with is like, there are these things we want to do, but then we don't make time for them. So what does that mean about ourselves and our relationship to, I don't know, play? Yeah. Well, I, and I think as I was thinking about it, I, realized in the last two weeks one of the one of the big takeaways i have from this challenge is just the power of 15 minutes in a day um i was kind of shocked by how much just going to run for 15 minutes could do like how much better i knew myself at the end of the day um through those 15 minutes um and that 15 minutes of quiet jj i don't know what what the brainwave was that that had you come up with the uh we're not doing headphones, but I mean, that was such a world of difference uh, when there was 15 minutes of quiet that I couldn't escape. Um, I was trapped with myself and I, I started to love it um, because I was like, OK, now I'm really going to know what I'm thinking. Um, and I but one thing I realized is just we and, and this is <laughs> this is no real uh, earth shaker here, but we live in such an age of, of distraction. I mean, um there is just no place not to be distracted um, in our in our day-to-day lives. And I think having the discipline to do something um, for 15 minutes even uh, is kind of just it's it's hard it's hard to do when that's 15 minutes can be filled up with something easy and fun and light, you know. Um, but it's amazing what you can get done in 15 minutes. Um, but how about you guys? What um, you know, as we're talking about play, 
and, and part of what Dr. Sheehan's talking about in the book is, you know, discovering yourself, discovering yourself in play, um, and, and kind of that coming alive again. Did you guys find that on the run? Did, was it not the same as, you know, maybe it used to be, was it, was it a chore? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can, I, I can speak to that a bit. Um, there were, there were definitely some days, uh, where it did, it did feel more, um, like a chore. Um, but I will say I never, even on those days after, uh, after having gone out on a run, um, that like, I'd never, I never regretted it. Um, I would finish up the run and be like, okay, this, it it would reorient me um, and kind of give me a sense of purpose. Um, and often it would be sort of a launch point uh, for the rest of my day, whatever I had left ahead of me. Um, and then the days where it, it did feel like play, those that was fantastic. Uh, I would I remember one day in particular, um, just had a lot going on, and I I like finished my classes and. I, I was, I decided, okay, I need to go out and run because I've got way too much going on and I kind of need to step away from it, um, get, get some fresh air, uh, get my heart rate going. And, uh, I stepped out and what, while almost everything else that day had felt, um, a bit, uh, like drudgery, uh, that run did not feel like that. Um, I stepped out and feet started hitting the pavement and it just, it clicked and it, it made sense. Um, and it felt easy. Um, and yeah, my thoughts that had been just kind of jumbled up and hadn't made much sense, um, started, started flowing. Um, and also, uh, as you talked about last week, the idea of this bringing, bringing us into um, deeper relationship with, with our, with the Lord and, um, with the one who made us. Um, I just found myself like praying, um, in a way that doesn't come as easily, uh, necessarily when I'm standing still, um, or sitting or kneeling or whatever. Um, and yeah, in, in a certain sense, like the motion of my body, Kind of enabled the motion of my mind and of my soul um, in a way that was just really helpful. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I've I've been there too. Uh, I think I, I didn't see quite as much this these last two weeks, but especially in college uh, when we were running through the mountains of Georgia, you know, and through those woods and on those scenic bluffs, just like stopping and like having to like pray in in just rejoicing in nature like uh it was it's just stunning and there is a difference in the kind of praying you can do in motion that you can't do frozen um that i think is really interesting uh jj did you have any yeah i i want to echo the sentiment on on the nature there so i i the i suppose i mostly walked um, and then I also did like body weight exercises. Um, one day did series of, uh, stretching and I guess sort of yoga, but I'm not, I'm not a yoga. I, I don't know enough to know if it actually was, um, but just, you know, some intense, uh, stretching. And, um, for me, it was, I, I always consider it a good workout if I break a sweat. Um, and that's, that's kind of the goal 
with with any any of these exercises for me. Um, even the walking, which isn't that intense, but you get moving fast enough, and yeah, you you start to start to sweat. You wear some heavy clothes, and you'll start to sweat. And I I don't know why that is. I think I read something at some point about the benefits of just you know sweating out your problems or something. I don't know. Um, but one thing I really noticed was if I was doing my workout outside, regardless of whether it was a body weight thing, a walk or stretching, um, I felt much better about it than if I did my workout in my house. And I, I really think a lot of that is breathing the fresh air, you're being out in the sunshine or the rain for that matter. I, I didn't do any of these on a rainy day, uh, in the last two weeks, but when I've worked out in the rain, it's su- felt surprisingly good. Um, and I think, yeah, the being inside, I would finish up work and be like, okay, that was, that was fine. But it, I don't think it got me to the same place as, oh, I went outside and I was in nature a little bit or in, in my neighborhood, but you know, there are, there, there are nature creatures running through here, deer, squirrels, et cetera. Just little, just little things. Nature creatures. You got, like I don't a, know. A I don't know. It's joking around out there. I'm waking <laughs> up. Um, I will say one day I smelled skunk real good and that was not pleasant. Um, you smell the skunk, skunk real bad, JJ. Real yeah, bad. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, anyway, yeah, but I really think we're we're kind of all touching on the the piece of this here that gets us not only a, a little bit better understanding of ourselves, but allows us to, as as Ben put it, you know, we 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 pray in a way that we might not otherwise. I don't know what the actual word for that is. I don't know what that experience is. Um, but I think that, I think that is something that is important that maybe, maybe for me, it won't be, I take, like if I, if I end up doing a full hour workout or I go on another, I start doing long runs again or something, I'm probably going to be listening to music for most of that. But if for the first 10, 15 minutes, I have headphones out and I'm, I'm kind of getting myself into focus for the run. I, I, I think that could really change some things. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the word for that is either, JJ, but it, it, it makes me think of, and some of what we've been talking about makes me think of, there's a, a book I read uh, last year by a guy named uh, Dr. Alan Noble um, called uh, Disruptive Witness, um, and it's a book about um, how, how Christians need to have a, a transcendent framework for their life that is not... Um, that, that doesn't exclude the supernatural uh, and remembers the transcendent. Uh, and and kind of what that means is um, we need to remember or we need to be in kind of contact with the realities of the world that we can't see. Um, there are things kind of beyond us that we can feel, that we can know, um, that aren't, uh, ex- you know, aren't just part of our, our regular day-to-day life. Um, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean like, uh, like the spiritual forces at work, so to speak, but just, there are things that are bigger than me, like nature, like the sky. I mean, just like, uh, those things that create a sense of awe in you that, uh, make you realize, oh, this, this is not my homeland. Uh, this is something that was created by, uh, you know, an all powerful God. Um, and I, I think. I think we would be remiss if we didn't hold that in front of us a little bit, because I think one of the problems with, with so many, um, 
you know, uh, uh, worldviews on, on manhood right now or becoming a better man is this idea that you become some sort of ubermensch, some sort of like superhuman, uh, all powerful, uh, you know, man. Chad. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Uh, Benjo because- just has like a poster. In his room. It's like, <laughs> no, I, I wasn't saying that's what I wanted. It's just, <laughs> just going with it. Just going with it. Um, but, but this idea that, that, uh, you know, once you become a real man or the ultimate man, then you can, you can stand in front of anything. You can beat anything. You can, you can overcome anything, uh, especially if you're this big physical man. Uh, and I think that's just wrong. Um, because the goal is not to become some ultimate machismo, uh, you know, Superman. I mean, that's just, that's just not the point. Uh, and we need to, even as we seek towards, you know, forging honor, we got to do so in humility and hold that as a trait, you know? And I think, you know, Ben, what you talked about, JJ, what you talked about, uh, those, those moments of humble prayer on the run are, are moments of seeing there's something bigger than me. There's something greater than me. Um, and, and it's a call not to self celebration, um, but to selfless worship of the one who made us. Right. And, and we, we keep saying on the run, but we also mean on the walk when you're doing your weight workout, whatever it is. And, and I just want to say for the record, I did do yoga. Whoa. I I tried yoga once and I was impressed. I, I, I was very, very bad at it. It was very, I really thought, I really thought that it was going to be super easy. It was so not, I'm sorry to anyone I've made fun of for doing yoga. That is a workout. Uh, I also did baseball one day and baseball is very much my play and I wish I could do it more. So if you're in the area, let's go, let's go play catch. Anyway, sorry, JJ. Did baseball on, on your own or with someone? I'm, now I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went, I went with my wife and uh, we this little baseball field by us. And um, uh, we took turns uh, pitching and hitting um, and going oh, to nice. the ball. Okay. I was uh, like, in silence. In silence. You just had, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a given, I would hope, uh, with the challenge. I was just imagining you like throwing up a ball, hitting it. <laughs> walking out to get it i don't know it's just this sad little charlie brown image it's a very meditative exercise just just a grown man out in a field somewhere hitting a ball to himself just looking around at the windows going anyone want to come play well on that note um any final thoughts i think i I think uh, especially as related to kind of the concept of play and making time for that in our day that was something where I would finish my day and go, oh, I never made time for that. And I've been working all day or doing doing good things, helping out with the family and doing the things I need to do. But then I didn't make the time that that 15 minutes of just silence for myself. I've been in 15 minutes of noise or not 15, all day of noise, whether it's work meetings or taking care of a baby or just listening to podcasts as I go about my morning. like. I never, I never took that 15 minutes of silence and you know, the days that didn't happen, I, I noticed. Yeah. I would also add kind of circling back to uh, what you were saying about being, being aware that there's something bigger than ourselves and being, 
having a bigger sense of the transcendent. Um, I think part of, uh, at least in my mind, that makes that so uh, so true is when you're at play, it, it's when you're in a sense most aware of your body. And I know you talked about this last week, um, introducing the challenge, but uh, your, your sense of your, your body, your body um, as, as an entity and also uh, its, its limits and its abilities and the fact that our bodies take up they take up a certain amount of physical space and there's, there's a boundary to, between our bodies and everything else. Um, and that's something that can be forgotten if we're not using our bodies as much, or if we're not, if we're not in play, if we're not, uh, uh, doing these various things, we, we can forget that. Um, I know for myself, like still being in school, um, if I don't go out and run or walk or do something, um, I'll, I'll start feeling like a brain on a stick. Um, and a brain on a stick doesn't have this sense of like having limits and having bound a boundary between yourself and what's, what's out there. Um, in the same way that a, a body, a human body in motion, uh, will give you. Um, and that was, I think, in some ways, I think that might have contributed to making prayer easier because all of a sudden I'm very much aware I am a I'm a limited creature. Um, I am I am uh, in constant need and dependence. The only reason why I'm able to do this at all is because I have a creator who's sustaining me um, and just being very aware of that. Um, and you there's there's not much like play that can make you realize your your limits um and that can that can also um i'll add uh come in in ways that are less less enjoyable um i i went out for a run yesterday um i didn't count it towards the challenge because it was with uh with a running club that i sometimes run with um but a little over a mile in, uh, I rolled my ankle badly on the stretch of sidewalk. Oh. And, yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, it was re- really humbling because literally right up until then, I've been feeling great. I, 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 I was in, my, in the zone, in my stride. Um, and all of a sudden, bam. And it was just a reminder, oh, wow, I am. I am limited. I am uh, a finite creature. Um, and uh, on top of that, uh, we're also wrestling with the effects of the fall. Um, that's that's something that um, we we can become a little more aware of in certain ways um, when we're at play, um, in a way that hopefully will will drive us into deeper dependence um, on the Lord. Yeah, Amen. Uh, JJ. Uh, any any final thoughts on uh, on this challenge? No, I think this is a, a good way uh, to end this challenge wrap up. And now on to the discussion and next challenge. Ben, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it.
Uh, and a big thank you there to uh, Ben Malott uh, for coming on the show. If you are a Forging Honor member, if you're in our Discord uh, and you're a frequent contributor uh, to our chats, uh, we would love to have you on the podcast at some point. Just let us know, uh, and we'd be happy to find a time where you're most passionate uh, and interested, uh, and we'll get you hooked up, and we'd love to get your thoughts. And, and uh, if you're not currently a member, join our Discord. It's free. It's free. Yes. Uh, uh, big shout out to all the guys in there, uh, especially everybody who was working on the challenge this week. It was great, uh, as always, to see those little emojis uh, pop up. It was great to see that I was doing the work with with other other men forging honor. Still my favorite part. Um, well, with that, I, we can we can get into this week's challenge. Uh, which is a little bit different. It's a little bit of a re uh, a rerun uh, in some sense. Uh, digging deeper into something that we started a few weeks ago uh, on our very first episode, which I'm making it sound like it was a long time ago. I, it was a couple. But that of weeks, was but it was a little over a month because each episode is spaced out by two weeks. So right. So it feels like a long fourth time. episode. It's been two months. But, two or months. Eight weeks, and, I guess. And we thank you for being on every step of the journey with us. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, this is a, an honor journal challenge uh, that we want to get into this week because um, we want to uh, think about, uh, we want to give you some, some frameworks uh, to shape some of those uh, philosophical questions, some questions of honor that you might be uh, wrestling with or, or digging into in your honor journal. Um, uh, one thing that I've been thinking about, and I was talking with JJ about this week, uh, is, uh, informing virtue, uh, informing, you know, what is an honorable man? We, you know, we've talked before on the show about, uh, the importance of using scripture as your guide, uh, and the importance of using, uh, you know, Proverbs, Psalms, uh, the gospels as all places where we get, you know, the model of a, of a man. Um, but uh, some of these concepts are uh, going to be very uh, personal to us. They're going to be based on uh, certain things we have uh, in our past or, or um, certain things that uh, we've been told. Uh, and it's good to get a handle on some of those things and get a sense of, of where you're coming from in that sense. Um, and to make sure that those are aligned with a scriptural basis. Um, so uh, one of the things that uh, I have been doing for for a while is uh, taking taking stock of my pantheon of heroes, uh, and and I'll explain that. So uh, in in the Greek and uh, Roman tradition, it was not uncommon to have a, a pantheon uh, of sorts where you would have a you know a, an area where all of the statues of your your Greek gods or your Roman your Roman idols, uh, your Roman heroes would be on display and you would, you kind of walk in and you, you check it out, you see what's on display. Uh, and it was a great little way of kind of putting on display what was important to the people. Uh, and so I think each of us has our own pantheon of heroes. Um, there are uh, people that we look up to. There are uh, superheroes maybe that we like to hold on to. There are pop culture figures that we, uh, you know, get t-shirts of, uh, personally, I'm wearing my Spider-Man t-shirt right now. Uh, and he's, he's one of my, uh, he's in my pantheon of, of heroes, so to speak. Um, but anyway, taking a stock of who you admire is really important to see where you're at 
uh, in terms of your, wh what do you believe is an honorable man uh, or a good person? Uh, what are the traits that make you think this is, this is what a hero looks like? Um, so JJ, uh, I think we've batted back and forth a couple of different heroes. Are there any, any heroes in your uh, pantheon that you can think of, men that you I admire? I don't know if mine is fully a pantheon. Um, but yeah, the uh, kind of before we jump into talking about some of these individuals, one thing I kind of want us to be thinking about as we have this discussion is you know, what what makes a hero? Is it just someone who influences you or is it someone you truly look up to? Can it be a little bit of both? Um, because that's something I've been thinking about as I think about the folks I would consider my heroes, some of them don't necessarily influence me all that much in ways that I recognize. Um, and I guess that's going to be part of the challenge as we get to it. Um, at any rate, I think um, number one, as far as heroes go for me and anyone that knows me will not be surprised, but J.R.R. Tolkien um, is someone I, I really look up to uh, both as an, as an individual reading his letters, uh, reading, um, his more personal writings are have been impactful for me in a lot of ways, uh, but also, of course, his literature, most famously his Middle Earth literature, has uh, impacted me in terms of how I how I think about um, kind of humanity struggle, um, and we can talk about that next week a little bit with when we, when we get to the challenge wrap up. Um, but so Tol Tolkien has really impacted me in that way. Um, someone I put on this list just as, as I was thinking about it, uh, was John Paul Jones. Uh, he was a, a sailor for America an American captain. Um, and he reading his stories as a child just fascinated me. You know, he's fighting the British on these warships and, and just, he was an, he was a brilliant naval strategist and, um, and yet I don't, I don't walk around thinking about him from day to day, but as I thought about it, I went, well, wait, this, this is someone that I would love to at least learn. Why was I so, I just was in love with this guy as a kid. Like I spent a couple of years collecting various books about him and reading everything I could about him. And I, I kind of want to revisit that a little bit and figure out what's going on there. Yeah. And there's, there's things like that all like scattered throughout our imaginations, I think, right. and that are so critical to forming who we are last night i was i was telling jj this last night i watched uh indiana jones and the uh raiders of the lost ark that movie had such a grip on me as a child uh that some of the first stories i remember writing were cheap knockoff uh indiana jones stories i was like 10 but um I, there was something about that character that had a grip on me um and i think one of the things that we're, we're trying to do with this challenge is dig into why, uh, what is it about these heroes that, that grips you, that, that takes your imagination captive. Um, and is that, a, is that a good thing? You might have some heroes, uh, that, that maybe aren't the most admirable. Um, and that might be okay if the thing about that you admire about them is good. Um, but, there may be some some heroes that you take a look at and go, I don't, I'm not sure why I, why I hold on to this. I, I kind of suspect that a little bit with John Paul Jones because he was he was a rough character. Um, but again, as I revisit this, I'll, I guess I'll find out. Um, and I, 
I think that's not all bad. Like, I don't think we have to have right. perfectly clean heroes. Um, but I think it's important. They can't be. We're, right. we're human. Exactly. Exactly. Um, one of my, one of my, uh, I have a stack of books here that I'm pulling from. And one of them is uh, Tolkien's, uh, and because Tolkien's a big, he's one of my heroes as well. Um, but Lord Hurin, am I saying that right, JJ? Children of Hurin. Children of, Children of Hurin, not Lord Huron. My bad. It's, it's the band. Oh, my word. The band. It's early in the morning, Banjo, but it's not that early. Not that early. Anyway, um, it's a tragedy. It's a, it's a tragic story, uh, and I love it. Uh, it's so uh, kind of dark and twisted and such a different look at the world of Middle Earth, uh, but I love the main character uh, in that story um, and, and uh, as an example of what happens when pride goes wrong. Some of my favorite heroes – uh, to study movies that I watch again and again um, are tragic heroes um, or tragic antiheroes that I find part of myself admiring. Steve Jobs, uh, the movie, is one that I uh, watch maybe two or three times a year, probably, because I'm weird. I rewatch movies a lot. Um, yeah, that, that's a lot of times to rewatch a movie. Oh, it's the writing is so good. The writing is so good. And every time I'm stuck on a writing project, I'll. I'll turn that movie on because I, I need to hear good writing. Um, but in any event, I watch, I watch that hero because I say, this is not who I want to become, even though there are parts of him that I admire. And I think it's okay to have heroes like that. Um, so maybe to, to create the challenge here, to make it more concrete, uh, here's, here's my recommendation. You can, you can do this challenge in a couple different ways, um, but here's, here's a recommendation. Uh, so the goal is to study your heroes and to get a better sense of what you think is honorable, uh, what you think is uh, what, what you think a good man, a uh, good person should be. Uh, in order to do that, here's the here's a challenge: make a list of five to ten heroes. Uh, these are these can be fictional, these can be uh, real life historical, uh, like Teddy Roosevelt or John Paul Jones, uh, some of, some of our favorites. Um, these can be people from your life, uh, your parents, you know, my dad would definitely be on this list of heroes, um, as well. Um, there would be, uh, you know, can be anything like that. Uh, anything's a hero as long as you can think about it, dig into it. Um, and then here's the second part of the recommendation, uh, for your, for your challenge for the day, take one of those heroes and dig into them, uh, him or her, uh, figure out what it is that you admire about this person, uh, figure out if there are some less than admirable traits. Uh, and lastly, see how that matches up to a biblical worldview. Does this match uh, some of the models of, of masculinity or honor that we see in uh, scripture, in gospels? Uh, and then, you know, is, it, uh, is this somebody that you would, you would stand by? Uh, JJ, do you have anything to add to that or maybe subtract? Yeah. Just some clarifications. Um, <clears throat> so, again, these are simple challenges. Um, so we're not expecting you to go in and, and read a whole biography on someone or to right. find, if it's a living person, find them and have you know, a two-hour interview to find out why they're your hero or something. Nobody got time for uh, that. Right. Um, it's more you're utilizing your journal in this. Um, and you're working on figuring out how, how have these people made you who you are today and how are, how should they 
if they should continue to impact you as you move forward. That's that's a little bit of the goal here. Um, again, your journaling doesn't need to be more than about 15 minutes in a day. Maybe you're taking some of that time to do some research, read snippets of a book you've read before, whatever it is. Other than that, I think when it comes to our heroes, I'll be very interested to see um, in our in our Discord as we talk about this, which which kind of kind of the ratio of historic heroes to modern heroes to fictional heroes to people that could really only be heroes to ourselves. I'm thinking family members, that kind of thing. I mean, they might be heroes to other people, and we don't know it, but just the reach is not as broad. Um, I, I'm very interested to know kind of where do people look and search for heroes, and how how do we understand that? Yeah, I'm really excited to see some of that discussion and see some of that back and forth and uh, excited to, to meet everybody's heroes. This has been the Forging Honor podcast. Music and production is by Elliot George. For more information about what we do or to learn how to get involved, visit our website at forginghonor.com. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, subscribe, and please give us a rating to bring others into the Forging Honor journey. On our website, you'll find information on how to do the challenges alongside us, as well as links to the many resources we mentioned on the show. And we do make a small amount from any purchases you make through our website link, so thank you in advance. Thanks for taking the time with us today. We hope you'll take up the work alongside us and join us in the task of Forging Honor. We'll see you next time.